here. I'm here. Welcome. Welcome, my friends. Another round of the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal and my personal adventures. Uh, I paused there because Darla assumed this position where I thought she was taking a leak on the couch. How you doing over there, big girl? Uh, she she's really growing too, you know. Um, she now can like leap up onto things, which you know was a struggle for her. Uh, but she's, uh, graduating to, uh, to that level of strength. So good to see good and sad at the same time. Uh, welcome into the show. I, uh, Ben and I will be recording on Wednesday. We have a busy, busy week in store. Uh, we're going to do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. We're going to record who are these Zanes. And, and I have a brand new episode of Who Are These Free Beers, where we review uh, one of America's greatest radio shows, the one and only world famous Free Beer and Hot Wings show. The episode in mind is last Friday of their show. And uh, I took notes. Uh, I was driving from um, up north, you know, back home for the wedding. Patrick writes, another uh, glorious fraudulent Wednesday. Uh, Fraudulent Wednesdays are fun. There's no question. Uh, The episode is going to be known as the Great Living Room Debate. I know, that sounds ridiculous, but uh, that, that was a debate about living rooms. see some of my uh, jokes if i th- these are like notes not jokes notes and if i just read them al- aloud to you it wouldn't make any sense a lot of joke tagging again uh, i want to make sure everybody understands what joke tagging is when something funny happens it's uh normal for um a group of people to then like if they're together uh to to want to get in on on the joke by adding more jokes. But the problem is, is that the initial either funny thing or joke that happens. The, the best example is the uh, commencement speech where the ladies uh, is reading the graduates as they come across the stage and says, wanted to say Julie Kirkoff. And she said, Julie Jerkoff, which is great. And then they followed up with jumping in with their own uh, malapropisms, I guess. Is that even a malapropism? I'm not, I don't even know why I use that word, frankly, because I don't even think I know uh, the definition of that. So then Greg's like, oh, yeah, Debbie Double Ender. Uh, I was like, yeah, Victoria Vagina. And uh, joke tagging is those subsequent jokes, which aren't as funny as the first joke, and each one gets less funny, making the whole thing much less funny than the initial bomb, which was funny. 
Now, sometimes a person on the show will actually say something funny. And then the rest of the, the rest of them will die. Instead of just enjoying the moment, they then uh, uh, tag the joke repeatedly. Uh, I've got some great moments where Freebeard drops a joke that no one gets or a reference that no one understands. Uh, let's see. Yeah, going over the notes bit by bit wouldn't make sense. But uh, it will when we address it on um, who are these free beers. Tyler says, I heard a coworker talk about listening to that show. I walked away. Tyler says the joke, uh, the other Tyler says uh, it gets less funny, yet they laugh harder and harder. Aram says it is an opportunity for unfunny people to associate themselves with a funny moment. This is true. So we will break down the great living room debate, among other things, on a Wednesday's edition of Who Are These Free Beers? Uh, I am looking uh, much more homeless by the minute with my hair going in like, oh, look at that. All these weirdo directions. God dang it. What an idiot. Um. Yeah, I think somebody, your old pal EZ, is due for a, a haircut. Uh, you may have noticed that I started this podcast as live from the Jessica Garrett studio. Okay. Uh, I think Tim is here. Someone tipped me off. Could be Tim. That a former Zaniac is grumpy at your old pal EZ. All right. Now, let me just uh, share with you what I know. Uh, this is um, a Facebook post from the multi-talented Jessica Garrett. Here she is. She uh, is part of the Nashville, Tennessee Zaniacs, or former Zaniac. And she, as you can see, my name there. And uh, in this Facebook post, she says, quote, Hi, Ergatunian. Keep my name out your mouth. End quote. Um, that's the old Will Smith line. Is what that is. All right. Now, I can tell you that I have never, ever done anything to this lady, ever. Um, she is a uh, one of these mad by proxies. Um, and I, I, you know, when I would do that impression, she would laugh a lot. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my, I think that's funny. <laughs> She thought it was great, but, uh, and by the way, Amanda says great. Now she's going to think it's me. It wasn't you. It was some, it was a, it was another person. Um, uh, now I want to back up here because there were numerous times that I would reach out to her just to check on her ups and downs in life. 
And I, I never, ever got why some of these people just, uh, they, they kind of like just uh, gelled as a group. And they just said, let's collectively hate on someone for no particular reason. I have done nothing to her ever. Some people in the group, they have every reason to be mad at me after. And I would too. I mean, if I um, uh, lost my shit on someone like they did to me, and then that person obliterated them, which I did to them. uh, Well, my God, I would, I would understand that. I mean, that that's what a fight is. That's why I said, if we ever, if they ever got up the nerve to apologize, of course I'd bring them back, but that's not going to happen. So fuck them. Um, you know, Dean boring Dean, the shit I said about that guy is all well-deserved, but I can honestly tell you that I have never had a bad word to say about Jessica ever, ever. The impression is, is, is stupid. Of course, she doesn't really sound like that. It comes from a, uh, a clip that we had where she was trying to get Kevin Kuypers a drink and she just seemed really loud and energetic and, and, and she's Southern. So she's got that twang going. So thus the, hi, hey, Kevin, come on now, Kevin, drink it up, motherfucker. Uh, that's, that's where the joke came from. Uh, every impression that I do on this show is just a, uh, it, you know, it's just an over-the-top thing that takes on a life of its own, a la the, the Kenny, you know, that impression. So, you know, I don't know why she is so upset. I have nothing bad to say about her. I don't, I don't know why she's so pissed off at me. Um, But she said... <laughs> Eric Zytonian, you keep my name out your mouth. So thus, I'm I'm not going to. Uh, I that's why I, I I called this studio the Jessica Garrett Studio. And it's like, well, it, why why would you say that? You keep my name out your mouth, well, silver bitch. What and and if I don't. What, what does that mean? What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to be mad. Is what I'm going to be. Da- I'll be fixing to kick your ass when I see you. I don't understand why these people. I don't understand why she's mad at me. I don't understand why Melinda's pissed off at me. Um, I don't understand. Why I'm deaf. Okay. The biggest mystery is why those people are pissed off at uh, uh, Stevie. Skunk haired bitch. You know, I have no idea. I thought it was fantastic. I tell you what, uh, again, Craig Danitz from Clearwater, Florida has it right. If you ding dongs continue to just rip me a new one, I am going to talk about it and it's going to be very entertaining. You are look. And when I sit here for two hours a day, I'd be lying to you if I said uh, every show I have an anxiety attack about whether or not I'm going to be able to fill an entire show with two hours of content. Okay. Now it's under, it's an unrealistic uh, uh, fear because I've never had a problem filling two hours of content sitting here yelling at clouds. Uh, but when, when these moments happen, if I'm like, oh, fuck, I, 
I know I'm going to be about 20 minutes short. When you do that, I it's great. It makes, oh, yeah, thank God. The Zaniac spun out again. Sweet. Oh, okay, great. Oh, oh they said this? Oh, excellent. All right. Um, like last week, that whole business on uh, on uh, Jamingo's show, and oh God, those two, those guys put it right up my dirt pipe. So now that uh, led to that that moment, which uh, a lot of people have said to me that they had a really good time listening to that. It was very enjoyable. So uh, the takedown. I appreciate that, by the way. So, I mean, you can, you can do, we, I can, uh, play this any way I want, but, uh, I mean, if you, if you're going to sit there and, and, and hey, okay, you keep, you keep my, my name out your mouth. Uh, all right. So welcome in to the, uh, Jessica Garrett studio. Uh, the dogs are brought to you today by Jessica Garrett. Uh, O'Neal, Darla, and Bruce, and Benny in the other room. These are Jessica Garrett dogs. Thank you so much for supporting the show and checking out my Jessica Garrett-sponsored website. I love uh, having the big sponsorship of Jessica Garrett from the greater Nashville, Tennessee area. Very, very special. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much, Jessica Garrett. For being a longtime fan of the Eric Zane Show podcast. There she is, the multi talented Jessica Garrett. Keep my name out of your mouth. My God. And the, the one who likes it is Melinda. That is their partners in crime. And I love Melinda. She's always been wonderful to me. I don't understand where she's coming from. None of these people have ever made an explanation as to what they're pissed off about. I think they're just pissed because I, uh, uh, of the drama that went down however long ago that was. And not, I mean, again, none of them had anything to do with it. All right. So, um, again, excited about Ben and Eric, the, who are these free beers and who are these Zane shows, which will be tomorrow. My God, I've got to get to work. I have so much work to do. Holy crap. And uh, last night, no opportunity to get any work done here because America's number one fry cook was back at Bosco's Pub where, um, wow, we kind of got our asses kicked. Not that bad. It was a, it was a controlled ass kicking for your old pal EZ and uh, Bosco's Pub owner, uh, head chef, head hamburger chef, uh, Doug. No Dougie, which is Doug's son. It's his day off. That's uh, that's why I come in. Who, by the way, Ding Dong uh, badly uh, damaged uh, one of his fingers with a knife. I don't even want to explain anything else that happened to him because it, it, it... I said to these dumbasses, I go, they were at one point in time, they were talking about uh, UFC and injuries in UFC. And I had to walk away and they're like, what, 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 what are you doing? I go, I can't hear about these injuries ever since I passed out after that chainsaw incident with my foot. I find I'm more susceptible to, um, vasovagal response. So 
I know the signs. Like if you're telling me something gross about a broken leg or something like that, um, uh, my hands start to tingle. Okay. Now, um, side note to that. When I watch those Muppety Flippity Bone Break videos on here, it's different. I don't know why, but it's words. Words to me, and then in my mind's eye, the, the picture has more of an effect on me than watching some jackass break his leg in a wrestling ring or something like that. Um, so, uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Ding Dong uh, hurts himself. And um, I have to say it like that. Because just using the descriptive words, for some reason, I'll attempt it. The word slice, when it comes to like what happens to your finger with a knife, it just ruins me every time, okay? Uh, I should probably stop. I'm not kidding you. I could probably talk myself into passing out. It's I've become that feeble and susceptible to this. It's not great. So I said to these dumbasses, uh, more than once I go, yeah, I gotta go. Don't stop talking about it. I can't. Well, idiot the other day, um, he hurts himself while cutting green onions and with the picture that he sent me, he wrote, I figured I'd just send you the picture instead of the movie I shot. And and I'm like, God damn it. I, I just, I have, you, you're doing this on purpose and you, you can't be this dumb. And, uh, so idiot hurt himself and, uh, it's probably good that he recovers. He, uh, I don't want, can you imagine like getting salt on something like that? Jesus. Um, speaking of seasoning yesterday, we, uh, we got an order in from this elderly couple. They each wanted a couple of burgers and they said specifically, don't put any seasoning on the burgers and no salt on the fries. Okay. Now the fries, after they fry, you put them in a bowl and the bowl has a uh, uh, leftover salt from when you've put salt on the, um, on the previous load of fries. So you have to wipe out the bowl. So there's no salt in it whatsoever. Um, because they're sodium sensitive. So, um, I, I'm like, I get the orders in and I turn around to Doug and I said, Doug, I need you to put two burgers down. No seasoning on the burgers. Cause we put like this, um, almost like a Montreal steak seasoning with Lowry seasoned salt, mixed it in, mixed into it on the burgers on one side of the burgers. Um, and he's looking at the order with me. I go, okay, these two burgers, no seasoning, fries. And he goes, yeah, wipe out the bowl of any salt. So we both like are communicating with each other. Okay, so he has his job. I have my job. I'm putting the buns on the grill to brown. And this is 11 seconds after he ju- we just said no seasoning, no salt anywhere on this order. He puts the burgers on the grill and then takes the seasoning and starts dumping it on the burgers. And I looked to my right and I actually said, the fuck you doing? <laughs> and he, he's now seasoned both burgers. And he's like, and he closes his eyes and he exhales. I go, I just fucking told you. 
<laughs> and uh, it was great. And uh, he just takes them and throws them in the garbage. Oh, my God. Who hasn't done something like that at one point in time, though? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, always a good time there. And then a group of 11 young people come in. When I say young, I mean early 20s. And what happened next was so annoying. Um, 11 different bills. 11 people that are... Can you imagine in a big city trying that shit? They would have just told you to fuck off. If you try that in Chicago, New York, Boston, Los Angeles, 11 people sit down and say, yeah, hey, uh, yeah, so uh, 11 separate bills. They would say, get out. Don't come back. Get out. You'd have to beg forgiveness. No, 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 no. One pay and then Venmo. I think we live in a day and an age when that is completely unnecessary. My God. Um, anyway, 11 separate tickets come as a God. So now it's, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's just basically we're just making the same food, but it's just a pain in the ass. Holy shit. Uh, all in all, good day. I think I'm going to be back there. I'm very, uh, 90% sure. We've got a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, easy fry cook spectacular going on. You must come and see me for God's sake. There was a guy at the bar yesterday who, um, he recognized me and, um, you know, some would say, and I can understand it, you know, I mean, here I am podcasting and, uh, to get even more extra money to whatever, pay for college, keep the lights on. I'm a fry cook. And, uh, I get the old, oh my God, uh, what are you doing here? And I said, I'm working. He says, what do you do now? And I don't, I don't like giving the big explanation of, well, I'm podcasting. I do sometimes, but I wasn't ready for it. I, I, I didn't feel like it. I go, ah, you know, little of this, little of that, whatever I can just to keep busy. You know, those days are gone. And he's like, oh man. And he's one of these and it happens. Um, he's a dude who's like, the day you left was the day the show died and, and whatever, you know, that's always uh, nice to hear, but, uh, it's absolutely not true. The show is very, very popular. Uh, but he, he thinks so. And, uh, he's like blown away by, uh, by me actually. Being, and I go, Oh, well that's, that's, thank you. I appreciate that. And then, um, he goes, whatever happened to Tony Gates on LAV? And I go, I don't know. And he goes, maybe you could work there. I go, well, I don't know. I, I, uh, I have no idea. Um, they, they just brought in a new morning show. I go, you should listen to that. You should check that out. And, uh, I don't know if he was aware of that. Um, but he goes, oh yeah, you should get on LA Vic. I don't Maybe you never know one day down the road, perhaps. Um, so it was nice actually seeing him. But uh, I, I sometimes, I'm getting past the, hey, I do a podcast from a room above my garage and on the side, I make French fries. I'm getting past, at first I was like always, I was sheepish of that. I felt, you know, I don't want to say like a loser, but there's ego involved. 
Um, but now I've, I'm really embracing that. I'm, I'm past that. And uh, it's actually very enjoyable um, to work. I love working. Um, I bust my ass as much as I possibly can for Doug. I love those people. They, they really take care of me. So come see me Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Just say, hey, is that guy Eric Zane there? I will come out. I'll talk to you uh, no matter how busy we are. And uh, I want to see you there. Okay. So now that we have that out of the way from the Jessica Garrett studio, I welcome you to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss uh, news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Corey says, you can leave out the attic part. Just say that I host a podcast and I do this for fun. Well, that's not, that's lying. Uh, essentially, this is a dormer above my garage. It gets too hot when the, te- when I have the air conditioning on and I, and I don't do it for fun. I do it to survive. And I do, I do. I mean, I'm not getting rich, but I'm, a, I'm living, I'm doing okay. Um, I am KO says I missed it. Where is Zane at? Well, you have to be in West Michigan. And if you are, you come see me at Bosco's pub Thursdays, Fridays and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. I think I'll let you know more tomorrow. Uh, Amanda says, I never would have thought of that Venmo thing. Thank you, Eric. Uh, Let's see. I hope they politely ask them to leave, Nick says. Uh, Stevie says, Big Fraud Zanes talked myself into passing out challenge. Uh, Stevie says, I'm glad it's different for the Muppety Flippity bone break injuries. I love those. Oh, breaking them down. It's like my favorite thing. Uh, Cole writes their last straw. The Zaniacs is when was you saying you called 911 at 903, but it was actually 907. They can't take all the lying right to their ears. You are a liar. You are a bold faced liar. You do not have the right time down, but I do. I swear to God, I do. Corey says when those pieces of trash left the show, it was like cancer was cut out. Thank you. Uh, Corey says also the problem with the Venmo thing is one person ends up paying for the tip for the entire bill. And then the people using Venmo only send them the price for their food. Well, too fucking bad. Figure it out. Don't make the server do it. Jesus. Uh, all right. God, I was going to mention something else. What was it? Um, it escapes me. I'll come back to it. If you are enjoying the show on Twitch, stay right there. If it's, if you're on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, it's time for you to go. It's time for you to hit the road. Uh, the full show is available. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Or download the Twitch app on your mobile device. And search Eric Zane live. And off you go. Follow the page. Subscribe by linking your Amazon Prime. When you do subscribe like that. When you do subscribe like that. Um, you are of course then not getting any of the commercials that Amazon puts in there. Um, so if you 
have an Amazon Prime account, do subscribe. Or if you like, you can throw a few bucks at it and you will be immune from the commercials. I don't really push that that much. I, I feel like I ask you enough for money. But otherwise, you can just sit through the commercials and get it free. Twitch is a far superior platform to any of the other um, places where a show like mine can live stream. So that's why I do it. And uh, I appreciate you. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. All of the old episodes are uh, video on demand. You can check those out as well. And then the audio podcast. What I'm saying right now, I basically just uh, take the audio and post it on all of the audio platforms. And I make it available for you and yours. Uh, That would be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of them. Just search Eric Zane Show and there you go. I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That is another platform where I do an additional podcast every day. Uh, And it is behind a paywall. It is ad-free, listener-supported. So that is where you will get who are these free beers, who are these Zanes, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, the daily Patreon podcast. I put a ton of material up there. And um, in fact, it's it's much more that I put up there than I do on the free platform. The idea when I started this thing four and a half years ago was free podcast every day and uh, within it at some point, like right now, promote the Patreon. It helps uh, keep the lights on, uh, keeps the dogs fed, keeps the uh, medical bills at bay. There you go. That's how we do it on Patreon. And it is the beginning of the month, so a reminder to... If it, uh, if it automatically kicks you out, which I think happens to some of you, don't forget to sign up again. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you so much, though, and I will kick you out now. Twitch um, and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Dave says, I get the ego thing about what you do for a living, Zane. I could make twice as much money as a garbage man, but working in TV news sounds way more impressive when it comes up in conversation. Nick says, I get a bank fraud text alert when my yearly tried to renew. I got a bank fraud text alert when my uh, yearly tried to renew. They heard about big fraud Zane. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I've, uh, I've, I've heard that from others. Patreon is just like, what the, what, what is, uh, what is the software that you're utilizing that you can have people, uh, consumers like Nick in this case, who, who has subscribed before and his bank doesn't recognize your shit. Now, uh, big fraud Zane goes to bank fraud Zane. Thank you. The Patreon is where easy spills all the tea. And boy, did I spill it last night. My God. Or yesterday during the day. I was, uh, it was an incredible amount of tea to be spilt. Jesus. Uh, moments ago, this happened. I wake up. 
queen of the forest. She's like, all right, get out of here. I'm sleeping in. I've got, I don't have to be uh, up till uh, a certain time or what. I didn't even pay attention. No, she, and she has uh, summer school. She teaches summer school. Um, and, uh, so, uh, her and Darla are laying there and I'm assuming she's going to get up in a few minutes and then I dive into this, you know, preparing for this show and, uh, time passes and, uh, it's time to start this show and I get up and I go get some coffee. And when I open the door to the bedroom, she's still sound asleep with Darla, like laying on her neck, sound asleep. They're like drooling on each other. And I right away, I'm like, uh-oh, I'm pretty sure she wanted to be up uh, plenty of time, uh, a, a tremendous amount of time earlier. It's a weird way of saying it. I could just say earlier. So as I, uh, as I walk in, I kind of like jiggle the door handle. And uh, her eyes open up and she's like just waking up. And she says, what time is it? I go. Eight. She goes, what? <laughs> Her eyes shoot open. I go, yeah, it's eight. She goes, fuck. <laughs> she just gets up. And uh, she. I, I was expecting to hear, why didn't you wake me? Uh, But, you know, I'm off. The second I leave, I walk out. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm at work. I don't, I don't have, I don't have time to get you up every day. I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on uh, 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 stupid poo poo pee pee caca, uh, not a, over here. So it's like I'm not here. She ended up rushing through it. She might have some bo today. So if you uh, work with Diana at the school, just be well aware. Um. Kenny says, when is the first day of school there? About a month. In about one month. It used to always be after Labor Day. Some schools still do that after Labor Day. In Michigan, in my world, it has to be after Labor Day. I hate it when schools start in August. Even now. My God, that's the last hurrah when every family goes up north to their fear bunkers here in Michigan. Okay? Uh, I can't, when we moved to Tennessee and it's like middle of the summer and they go, all right, well, uh, back to school tomorrow. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? My kids are like, you, huh? Yeah, that was stupid. That is ridiculous. And it's like 150 degrees in the classroom because Tennessee is a jungle. Kenny writes, uh, yeah, school should uh, be at least closer to Labor Day. Can't believe my little girl is in middle school today. Oh, my God. When I met her, she seemed like she was 25 years old, like her, like her brain power. I can't, she probably, I'm thinking intellectually, she just beats your ass. Uh, Sean says Zane's going to be all over Diana's feet today. Extra seasoning. Oh yeah, you're right. 
uh, uh, sprinkle some dirt on them. Corey, I echo this, says, when the back-to-school stuff starts going up in the stores, it still makes me depressed. I am right there with you. Or like, uh, you see like a bunch of kids on TV happily bouncing through Target and Kohl's in ads. Back to school! And the kids are like, yeah! Oh, that is such bullshit. My God. The best ad ever was um, for Staples. Remember the ad where the dad is um, uh, dancing through the Staples store, bouncing around, buying all these school supplies while the kids are looking at him all pissed off. And that song, it's the most wonderful time of the year. What an ad. Don't ever stop running it. I wish we could see it now. Kyle says uh, Caledonia is school year round. So July 1. Oh, stupid. Come on now. Let's keep it the way it is. It's ridiculous. All right. Radio host Don Geronimo is fucked. Now, when I lived in New Jersey... I would listen to Don and Mike on WYSP. Very funny. Hilarious show. Mike passed away, I believe. Uh, Don has continued on in radio. uh, Various stops along the way. Uh, Always a major market talent. Hilarious. I've never not liked Don Geronimo. Uh, he was on a, a Washington, D.C. radio station when I heard him, but they um, syndicated him to Philadelphia's WYSP. And I was like, God damn it. Whenever I would hear Don and Mike and Opie and Anthony, I was like, shit, that's the type of radio I've always wanted to do. You know, it just has a uh, a vibe to it. And um, shows like I actually looked up to, to his show and to him and particularly 64 years old. Uh, Don Geronimo and um, he's fired now he uh, was on the air covering the Washington Commanders uh, football team for iHeartMedia works for iHeart radio station they they spent a lot of money to get him on the air there in DC back in DC and so uh, training camp just started and uh, his like one of the first things out of his mouth, I guess, is uh, they're at training camp, and a uh, television personality. What is her name? Damn it! I Jesus, I'm such an asshole. Okay, Sharla McBride. Uh, been on TV for several years. Had a pretty pretty great career. In fact, it's important that we see what she looks like. Um, God damn it. Okay. This is Charlotte McBride. Okay. Um, she's 
ridiculously photogenic. Like absurd. In television, let's be totally honest here. If you look great, that's a, that's an easier way to get to the uh, pinnacle. I mean, if you're, if you have two people that are awesome, okay. And they have identical talents for presenting, but one looks like Charlotte McBride and the other one, uh, looks like an orangutan ripped off her face, ate it, shit it out and put it back on. The one that looks like Charlotte McBride is going to get more job opportunities. There's no question that is undeniable. So, um, but you can, at the same time, you can't be a pile of shit. I mean, she's very good from what I understand. So she's walking around, uh, the Washington commander's, uh, training camp and, uh, Don and, or, uh, Don Geronimo and his, and his partner are, they, they see her and Don refers to her as a Barbie girl. And amongst other things, he didn't say like, uh, like, uh, use any obscenities or anything like that, but he was demeaning and misogynistic. Now, this is a perfect storm because he's probably done things like this before. This He's the type of guy who will get in the weeds and then get yelled at and then be good for about a month and then do it again. Now, that is, I, I've lived this. I know what how this goes. And ultimately, it, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Because what's going to happen is after after doing this so many times, there's going to come a point where something is going to happen that's going to upset people. And it might not be the biggest, most worst thing in the world, but it, it adds to your collection of things. So you're, you're being fired for your collection, not for the one particular incident. Well, that, that's exactly what has just happened to Don Geronimo. He's 64 years old and he just got fired uh, because of this. So, But what it seems like is, like when I made fun of Joel's pants, um, when I got fired, I have never, ever said that I, um, I mean, I, I when I got kept getting in trouble, for at the time doing my job, I, I've, I've said, yes, I did do that, but I was also, uh, worked under management at a time where if I ever did get in the weeds, it would take care of it. They would fix it. And then when the, uh, when the new management started, I wasn't really in the skill set. So basically the, um, the game changed and I, I didn't. So after enough screwing up, I was out. That's what's happening to Don Geronimo here, in my opinion. Um, the local TV news is really leaning into this about what he did and what he said. And they, they make it seem like he said the worst things that have ever been uttered to a human before. Added into this is that the Washington commanders... Uh, their ownership, 
their old ownership, Daniel Snyder, um, was, you know, in charge of the most misogynistic, uh, vile workforce in all of the NFL. There's numerous women that were complaining about the treatment that they got on the job. And uh, that was one of the reasons why he had to sell the team. Okay. So this is, this is what I mean by a perfect storm. All these variables play into this. And then, so training camp starts Don Geronimo. He starts behaving the exact way that the team is trying to distance themselves from. And so they find out about this and management of the football team, they erupt steam shooting out of their ears. And iHeart just signed a three-year deal with the commanders to carry their football games. So this, this shit goes uphill and downhill fast. A very quick turnaround on this. The commanders kick iHeart out of training camp. And now the whole deal's in jeopardy. Oh, my God. So they're left with uh, no options. The football team is calling the shots here, and th- they, they fire that guy. Uh, This is the story of uh, Don Geronimo. Audio check, video check. Here we go. This is new tonight. Two local radio DJs were barred from attending Washington Commander's training camp today. The duo from Big 100 were live on the air while catcalling. My apologies. A local sports report. This is um, before they were fired. They have since been fired. This is when the story broke a couple days ago that they got in trouble. But it didn't take long after that, and they were, in fact, fired. This is new tonight. Two local radio DJs were barred from attending Washington Commander's training camp today. The duo from Big 100 were live on the air while catcalling a local sports reporter. Our Adam Longo is here now with more details on what we know about this, Adam. Yeah, this happened to one of our sports reporters. So, Charlotte McBride, who showed up yesterday to cover the first day of Commander's training camp in Ashburn. And with the Commander's organization longing to turn the page on the Dan Snyder era of misogyny and sweeping things under the rug... Team leadership jumped in right away with apologies and action. I'm surprised that they didn't order the linebackers or the offensive line to rush over to the, you know, the the radio broadcast booth and just beat the shit out of those guys. Big 100.3 radio personality Don Geronimo and his producer, on-air sidekick Crash Young, weren't allowed to broadcast from Commander's training camp Friday morning. Hey, look, Barbie's here. Okay, there he he refers to her as Barbie. Oh, no. Okay. Now that by itself, if a considering the timing of the movie, let's, let's not take a step back here. You're Don Geronimo. You're hilarious. This is your job. The movie is bigger than ever, bigger than anything. This Barbie movie. And this woman who has some Barbie-like tendencies. She's done a wonderful job to be as put together as possible. She looks like $1 million. She looks perfect like Barbie. I mean, I get it. I understand, but that's fucking funny. Hey, look, Barbie's here. I can't say that I wouldn't make that joke, even today. In camp Friday morning. Hey, look, Barbie's here. <laughs> Hi, Barbie girl. 
Come on, man. Quit it. Fuck. I mean, I'm looking at it through the lens of right, right this minute. Oh, shit. That's fucking funny. Hi there. I'm guessing she's a cheerleader. Okay, that's it. That is all that he said. Hey, look, Barbie's here. Hi, Barbie girl. I'm guessing she's a cheerleader. That's what he said. Now, I want you... I can't see your comments right now because I'm paying attention. I've got the video of the story up, but I, I want you to weigh in on this. All right? Does this... Is this man... He's 64 years old. Is this rate being fired... Is this adding up in your brain or is it circumstance? Because maybe uh, with the sensitivity of the commanders, should he have known better? Yeah, probably. I think he should have known better. But my God, I have been in that spot where you know you got a funny joke and then you just let it fly. You, you kind of do your job. I mean, Jesus. Casting live on Thursday, the two men made offensive and derogatory comments on the air about WUSA 9 sports anchor Charlotte McBride. Oh, hey, there's that chick that you thought said tight. Yeah, I streamed tight when she was I five. Think I, she's, I think she's a sportscaster at Channel 9. Yeah. Or Channel 7. Yeah, she's familiar. I thought she was a cheerleader. Last year, under the Dan Snyder era, the one... Come on, man. It's just... Eh. It's not, it's not, it's not big enough to me. It's, it's not a big enough of a deal. I think someone suggested if she would have leaned into it and laughed, it might be a big deal, but she was extremely offended. Washington commander signed a three-year partnership deal with iHeartMedia, which owns big 100.3 and a number of other local radio stations. When the new commander's ownership group led by Josh Harris heard about Thursday's comments by Geronimo and young were told team president, Jason Wright was fuming. A commander spokesperson telling WUSA 9, quote, we have worked hard to ensure that everyone feels safe and respected in our workplace. And we took swift action when we learned that an employee of our partner, iHeart, made sexually disparaging remarks to and about a member of the media while she was broadcasting live from training camp yesterday. Okay. Let's flip it. Let's, um, let's say that um, Don Geronimo was Donna Geronimo. And a sportscaster who looked like Ken was walking by. And, you know, ultra handsome chiseled looks. And that happened. I, this would not be an issue. There's no way, right? I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to throw out a little food for thought here. I, um, I understand the team's perspective, but I'm also a little bit concerned at the, um, at the response on Don Geronimo for that. Is that really that bad? I guess maybe it is. I mean, I, what I'm not doing is I'm not saying, Oh my God, Don Geronimo. I cannot believe Don Geronimo. That is so bad. I, I, there's no way, there's no way I would ever do that. Uh, uh, I heart and the individual were not permitted to broadcast from training camp today, and we will continue to work collaboratively with iHeart to address the issue. I also spoke to Aaron Highland, the D.C. region president for iHeart Media, and he told me, quote, we are taking this matter seriously and currently reviewing it internally. Now, I talked to Charlotte a few hours ago tonight who said she was hurt and incredibly offended that after 17 years as a journalist, comments like that discredit who she is and what she does as a professional. Really? It discredits you? 
for 17 years and what you do as a professional, it, it's kind of just a silly joke, right? Can't we just, can't we pump the brakes a little? Just a little? Don Geronimo, he's, this is, uh, he's a clown. Jesus. Apparently the radio duo was talking about her while she was doing interviews with members of the team. She called it inappropriate, unprofessional, mm. and embarrassing. And I tell you, both you and I know this yeah, from our experience yeah. in working with in, in television. You know, women in TV deal with misogyny from all different angles. Yeah. You're not supposed to have it. You don't expect it to come from your peers. Now the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, come on now. It's radio. It's Don Geronimo. Yes, you do. Appears to be taking steps to make it right. We will see what action comes from the radio station. And just to reiterate, this wasn't a hot mic situation. This was part of their broadcast. This was right? part. Of <laughs> yes, it was joking. Was broadcast yeah. uh, yesterday morning. So disappointing. All right. I mean, if he yelled, "Oh, look at that skank" or something like that, he said, "He said, hi, Barbie girl," and I, I thought she was a cheerleader. I don't know. I mean, cheerleaders are. Usually they look like a million dollars. Barbie looks perfect. Uh, essentially, he's is he not saying she looks perfect? Ah, oh, I don't know, man. When I saw Don Geronimo got fired, um, I thought it was I thought it would be uh, really really terrible. You know, I thought, oh man, he must have really let his professional pants down or something ryan writes hi barbie girl lol that's such a boomer cat call well maybe but don't forget the movie is out so it's it's a perfect reference for right now kenny says how was that bad wow maureen says i don't think it was bad ryan says this is not adding up um sean says words hurt worse these days to a bunch of snowflakes Uh, Linda says, I was a cheerleader in high school. If someone called me that now, I'd be thrilled. Kenny says, that is catcalling. What a Jason catcalling like, hey, baby, what do you say? Hey, hey, woohoo, yeah. I don't know, man. This this seems fucked up. Uh, Sean says, yeah, I seem to remember a joke about a couple of viewers and brutal manatee sex. Which, by the way, uh, I heard from uh, uh, Kenny about that. He wasn't with us live yesterday. So he listened later. Quote. <laughs> Unable to listen live today. I'm listening now. <laughs> yeah. Favorite part already was you saying, Oh, move on, move on. Don't even prosecute her. Who cares about these people? Give my $28 for my sperm donor. And I sent laughy emojis. And then he writes, hey, and now I just heard my least favorite part of the show. Oh, my God, dude. But, yes, I laugh. Fucking manatees, LOL. Uh, Amanda writes, offended. Oh, Karen. Ryan says the comments didn't seem sexual to me. I don't know. Linda says, quote, oh my, oh no, someone thinks I'm attractive and that's the way I try to present myself. <laughs> Tyler says, yeah, that definitely wouldn't go both ways. Chick saying that to a dude would be completely fine. Kenny says, what a bunch of BS. Uh, 
Amanda adds, what are they talking about? Don't they know that there's a Barbie doctors, there's a Barbie doctors, Barbie presidents, Barbie lawyers. If someone sexualized Don Geronimo, he'd love it. She should have said, hi, Ken, back. Can't even compliment people these days. And then Kenny adds, wait, he got fired? Guess I missed that before. What the fuck? What a crock of shit. Um, Savage, uh, uh, Patrick says, it does feel like it's it goes too far, but maybe being called Barbie isn't cool. That's the dumb slut my Ninja Turtles had sex with. What? Dave writes, maybe you should have yelled, hey, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> that seems more offensive than Barbie. All right. Don's laying low. From uh, the desk.net, they're reporting on it. A lot of this you've already heard. <clears throat> Let's see. And by the way, uh, Geronimo was set to interview President or the new majority owner, Josh Harris, on Friday. Uh, they taped it actually earlier in the week. It, they, they never broadcast it on the station. Geronimo, in his own statement, said he was not commenting about the situation saying he was, quote, consulting with my advisors as to my options moving forward, including an accurate reflection of the situation. Good. Say nothing. Talk to your lawyers. This may be a big payout for you. In an absolute, in my opinion, an overblowing of the scenario. Again, this stems back to I think Washington, the football team, is uh, really trying to amp up the... I mean, it's just a terrible storm. I mean, Don doing his thing. Don being in where he is in that football team with that environment is... I mean, the day, the first day, he fucked it up. Um, and he's doing his job at that point. There's no question he's doing his job. I, I, I cannot say that I uh, I support that team and that. That is bullshit. You bring in Don Geronimo who that is his number one priority to make that comment. Um, He has to make that joke. He has to. And I think that that is uh, an overstate an, over, uh, an overreach by what is in fact my employer. Granted I make $12 an hour, but, uh, uh, doing weekends on big 101.3, but that's bullshit. I'm sorry. Um, hmm. it's a little bit of history about Don. He moved from radio station to radio station until 2020. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to read that. That's boring shit. That's it. I don't need to give you any more of his history cannot believe they fired him. When I read Patrick's uh, line about that's the dumb slut my Ninja Turtles had sex with, I didn't get that joke. 
But apparently Kenny did because he just spit out his coffee onto his keyboard. (laughs) Oh, fuck, shape. Or was it maybe you were laughing at Dave's comment? Yeah, I don't I don't get the joke. Uh I it does feel like it goes too far, but maybe being called Barbie isn't cool. That's the dumb slut, my ninja turtle. Oh, oh, are you suggesting that when you were a kid you took your ninja turtles and you um and you were playing Oh yeah, that Kenny confirmed it. That's what you were I get it now. I get it. Oh, that's, I I feel pretty dumb about not being able to process that joke. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a little slow guys. You have to explain these things to me. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. Look, I got to go pee. Maybe that's it. So if you don't mind, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to go tinkle. Stand by. I'm reading some great jokes. Uh, Dave writes great. Now I can't think about Raphael hate fucking Barbie. <laughs> you asshole. I don't even like reading that, let alone saying it, but I have to. A couple of things I have to share that are dog related. Uh, first one I posted to Facebook. You might have seen this already. I apologize. Just enjoy it with me. Okay. Where is it? Come on. Did I did I not post it? Where the hell boy, I post a lot of shit to Facebook, you know that? Okay. This is one of uh my favorite pictures of all time. You have O'Neill. Bruce and Daisy. Oops. May she rest in peace. Uh, they, I have several pictures like this where they have the tendency to just sit near each other in what looks like uh, positions that they were placed in and just stare at me. And then I would take a picture. And this looks like a movie poster for a... Uh, old school Western with all of the Cowboys played up, played by dogs. It's incredible. It's a great, it looks like album art for like a Pearl jam album, you know? Um, so there they are. And then of course, Daisy passes in, uh, earlier in the past, in the past year. Well, with Darla, over here growling for some reason um this it's they've never gotten close to each other to be able to have this happen until just the other day and this is the first pick with the three of them all looking at me together uh since darla's been in the mix and by the way that underbite she has is really oh boy it is it's it's famously bulldoggy Darla who as I sit here right now is barking and growling because she sees something at my feet that I also want to show you hold on 
want you to hear this. That's Darla. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> what is that, Darla? Okay. I have a... Uh, you know when you vacuum the floor? That canister that collects all the dog hair and the dust and the debris and you dump it out. I have it at my feet because I wanted to show you something and she's freaking out and thinks it's a goddamn monster. She's scared. It. Hey, it's okay. It's all right. So the reason why I have this out because she's so scared, poor thing. Because I vacuumed this room the other day. This gives you an idea about how much hair flies off the dogs. Now, this was empty at the start of this. But look at how much hair is... Look at that. It It's dust. All the white stuff is that stuff you sprinkle on the carpet to make it smell good. But look at the... Look at this canister. 95% of that is O'Neal. That is just the studio. After I vacuumed it. <laughs> oh my God. This is another reason why you need to watch the show from time to time. Because moments like this happen. Hang on. I got to put this back because she'll freak out. If I don't put it back. Hey, it's okay. Look at It's okay. I think she had an anal gland release from that. O'Neill's sniffing around her business now, or Bruce's. Come on, guys, keep it together. Uh, Kenny says, you could create a whole other dog with all of that hair. I think so. Ryan says, how frequently do you vacuum? Not much. Um, I've talked to you that uh, I, I trash it, clean it. Trash it, clean it. That is uh, that is the old easy way when it comes to everything. Trash, clean. There's never, there's no in between. Like right now, the room is very clean. Okay. Uh, prior to that, it was a disaster. All that matters is that you can't see it when it's. It looks today the same as it does when it was trashed. All right. At some point, I'm going to have to talk about some sponsors. I think I will do that now. Berlin Raceway invites you to check them out for racing coming up next Wednesday. The battle for Berlin. Battle at Berlin. Battle with Berlin. God, I got to get this right. Anyway. Um. You definitely want to get tickets for this Wednesday race. It's going to be spectacular. Battle at Berlin, August 9th. You can get tickets for 20 bucks a pop, berlinraceway.com. It is one race, a 250-lap race, including uh, cup driver Chase Elliott there trying to win the $30,000 prize. You got Chase Elliott. Going up against a bunch of locals. And I love the locals. The locals need to win. 
One of those locals really needs that money. Chase Elliott is rich as fuck. He doesn't need that fucking money. So, you know, I'm guessing that they, they're going to team up and put his ass into the woods. But uh, nevertheless, uh, Battle at Berlin coming up on August 9th. BerlinRaceway.com. Thursday of this week, SRX goes down. That would be Marco Andretti, Johnny Benson Jr., Kyle Busch, Helio Castroneves, Haley Deegan, Kevin Harvick, Casey Kane, Brad Kozlowski, Bobby Labonte, Ryan Newman. Uh, I think Ken Schrader is going to be there. And Tony Stewart. You can get pit passes for $75 at BerlinRaceway.com. Uh, Dale, of course, from Superior Cleaning and Power Washing, 231-740-4098. Uh, you call up Dale when you want the power washing job done, whether it be the landscaping, sidewalk, pool deck, home, uh, roof. 231-740-4098. Superior Cleaning and Power Washing in West Michigan. Dale also, uh, part of his business is cleaning hoods at restaurants. So like where I cook the fries, you know, you got that big hood over that sucks up all the heat and the debris and the, uh, and the uh, grease particles and sucks it up and gets it out of the restaurant. Those need to be cleaned by a specialist, a certified specialist. That is Dale two, three, one, seven, four, zero, four, zero, nine, eight call for an estimate two, three, one, seven, four, zero, four, zero, nine, eight. In fact, he is the, um, he cleans the hood at Bosco's. Uh, I introduced him to uh, Doug, and those two hit it off. And uh, Dale does an amazing job uh, to keep the place clean at Bosco's Pub. 231-740-4098. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to talk about the breast milk queen. All right. The uh, breast milk queen is a lady, I believe, uh, yeah, she's in Oregon. And uh, she's some, some type of... Um, I guess something like a uh, condition or something that affects her where she's constantly lactating. And uh, I'm not sure how it all started. I don't have a lot of the uh, details on, but I'm going to share with you right now on a video story from this local TV station covering this lady who has set a Guinness Book of World Records for uh, uh, donating her breast milk for uh, moms who need it. So audio check, video check. The first thing I notice about this is uh, from the uh, being hailed a superhero for help. The uh, black guy in the story, the the dude, he looks like. Um, remember that video, uh, the Humpty Dance? It looks like he's wearing the uh, uh, Groucho Marx glasses and nose, but it's actually his real nose and glasses. Locally and worldwide. Elizabeth Anderson Sierra just broke the Guinness World Record for. Look, he's got like this. And he's got like a nutty professor thing going on with his front teeth. It's Humpty Dance Nutty Professor. That's what this reporter's name. Oh, I'm going to get fired. The largest donation of breast milk by one person. The total, nearly 1,600 liters. And that super mom joins us on the couch this morning to talk about her record-breaking story. Elizabeth, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Darla, quit licking the couch me on thanks for being here you've you've got your official guinness world record certificate it's official yeah. humpty dance goes it's official did you, did you 
ever imagine that you would be a Guinness World Record holder for, for most breast milk donations? No, not at all. <laughs> it, it used to be kind of a running joke, um, but then I went through with it, and here it is. And there you go. Now it's official. Yeah, and uh, you have something called hyperlactation syndrome, correct? <laughs> you see, if I were doing the reporting, I would never just say that. I would say, how are you able to achieve this? Take us through what's happening to you. Instead of like, you see, you have hyperlactation syndrome. Come on, Humpty Dance. Yes. And uh, what is that? How does it affect your daily life normally? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, uh, I can answer that. Uh, it means that I, I can't stop making breast milk, stupid. She's holding the Guinness Book of World Record. And, 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 and you know the name of it. What do you expect her answer is going to be, Humpty? So it is a very rare medical condition, maybe one in a million. Um, and what that means is that my body produces a large surplus. Hang on. Come here. What happened here was her anal glands expressed themselves. Okay, Darla. And apparently it went onto the couch. And I guess that's delicious. So she's eating anal gland juice right now. I am not kidding you. Oh, now it's on me. God. Plus amount of breast milk. Mm -hmm. um, so over 200 ounces per day on average. And I've been producing for about nine years now. Oh, wow. my oh look at that. Look at, these, look at these three. Look at these kids. They're beautiful. Yes, and you have three littles at home. I do. So was this something that it started with your first? And, it, and you've just noticed, like, this is, like, way above average? <laughs> yes, it started in 2014, and I wasn't sure what was going on at first. Mm -hmm. And my medical... If my wife was lactating all the time, I would not be able to stop having sex with her team did a lot of testing and to identify and diagnose and uh, then it was a I would just I would cover the bedroom in plastic all right and you know just let the fountain flow it would just be awesome I, I wouldn't it would be just I'd quit my job large learning process from there um, just learning how to handle and manage this condition the, the guy's like I can handle it does the condition have any uh, other effects to it, or is it just the, the production of breast milk? Humpty, he's great. She's like, oh, yes, it makes my husband hard all the time. There are definitely other effects. Um, my body does whatever it takes to make this amount of breast milk, um, and it's very taxing. Uh, and any typical pumping or nursing problems that any mom can experience, mm -hmm. my body also experiences those, but it's elevated it's heightened oh. in a, me a medical emergency you get like sensitive nips i don't know if you know that if you when when diana was uh, breastfeeding oh wait hold on now o'neill's going to lick the uh uh anal pudding over there come on um the room stinks by the way now uh, it's all my fault because darla was freaked out by the vacuum canister jesus um i forget my joke no, I didn't have a joke. I just remember when Diana, like the uh, the babies, Jim, Jack, Maddie, they, they would uh, do a number on her nips and they would get sore. And then when you pump, it doesn't make it any better. So this woman must have um, 
you know, nips that are like the, uh, you know, the bottom of a, a, of a hobo's feet at this point. See, much quicker. Mm. Oh, my goodness. So uh, tell us a little bit about how you've been able to. She's probably got ashy nips. You know, make this work in your daily life. You're a mom of three. You're busy. Uh, how has this all been? Has it been manageable for you? At first it wasn't. It took up a lot of my time and I was using like a, a big bulky uh, breast pump. I've been too busy concentrating on jokes. Did they say how much she pumps a day? That I had to plug into the wall. Uh-huh. Um, really what's made the most difference in my life is this little guy right here. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's smaller than my cell phone and this is compatible with any components that I need to use, including like cups. What and is I it? Just, I could be say what it is. It, it right looks like a remote control. Wouldn't, you wouldn't even know. Yeah. What? So this this little guy has has allowed me to live my life, and I can go to the park. I can go. To the- oh, I think she's suggesting she's always like wired for sound, you know, um, with the apparatus and it. But you know, like sometimes you see the old guy with like the oxygen thing slung around his shoulder. Maybe that's what this is. She keeps herself ready to go, and then just hits a hits a button. And then it uh, it starts, you know, you'll be sitting next to her at the park and you'll hear like a vibration. So what the hell is that? That maybe that's what's happening. Zoo, oh I can go gosh. to OMSI. I can, I can do anything. And what's the, and what's the name of this pump? This is the baby Buddha pump. Baby Buddha pump. I've, I've noticed, I've seen uh, breast pumps getting so much more, you know, able to be taken on the go. Uh, yes. That's the pump? little more just uh, friendly with day-to-day I- my god the one that we had when diana was nursing was like the size of the old uh, univac computer activities how has that made an impact for you a huge impact i was actually comparing um the beginning of my journey earlier uh, to now and i i look back this, la- this lady seems so nice and collected in- I'm so sad. For- it's always it's always chicks like this though who turn out to be really aggressive in the bedroom. She probably like you know is, is, uh, puts puts the old man in the ball gag. For her, um, but I'm so excited for me now and being able to take back my life. Take Look at all that milk. Freedom and there's no limitations. I've been able to do everything. Pump at Disneyland. Oh my God! Look at that. Okay, look at the volume that is being refrigerated then that gets donated yeah okay that should not be a donation look at that that is a production that should be at least 150 bucks per package i'm not kidding you limitations so how did you uh get connected with the guinness people did you seek them out because you knew you had this this uh condition or did they find you how, to, how- Can you imagine if dad was a deviant and decided to slip a big package of his own milk into all of that and then a random person feeds it to their baby how did that work out the guinness world oh my god record thing so they reached out a while back um because they had heard about my milk donations mm-hmm. and in the media yeah, at that time the that uh, stuff looks very jizzy amount was above the current record um but i declined i wasn't ready for that <laughs> it's such a public yeah um spotlight uh, tyler says she should get her own aisle at the grocery store you know with the formula shortage um I thought I could make a difference. 200 ounces a day. Thank you, Stevie. And normalizing milk sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping that by sharing my story, by breaking this record. No, this woman is a walking fantasy. It kind of 
kind of encourages others to look into donor milk. Right. And if you have a surplus to share, if you can. What an awesome thing to do with that spotlight. I was going to say, we, we were showing some pictures there while you were talking about. I wonder if it's legal to sell it. I don't think you can actually sell it, but it should be legal. All of the milk that has been donated that can be frozen for other infants to, to be able to use. Um, what do you I, wouldn't, I don't understand why it wouldn't be legal to be able to sell it. Just like I feel like you should be able to, like the kidney deal. I should have been able to sell my kidney. Instead, I had to give it away. Um, and I still am glad I did it. But if they actually made it so that you could get 10000 per kidney given, you can only give one, more people would do that. You want people to know about milk donation if it's not something that people have heard about before. That it is safe. Uh, get to know your donor. Ask questions. Get blood testing done. Mm -hmm. um, but there are also milk banks available. Um, so if you have a local milk bank, we do have one here. Mm -hmm. uh, you could reach out and All right. I, that is an option for you. The only reason why I'm letting this go to the end because there's only 21 seconds left. All right. Very good. Interesting story. No doubt about it. Uh, Elizabeth Anderson Sierra, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, congratulations on the world record, too. <laughs> <laughs> and to learn more. Thank you, Humpty Dance. The uh, pumping equipment we talked about that All right. Whatever. Elizabeth used to break the record just head to Baby Buddha Products. I think she's getting ripped off. But that's remarkable, though. And so I'm guessing there's like no end in sight. Does that mean like all of your time uh, is spent doing this? So she'll be like 95 years old and she's still milking? Uh, Ryan says, Humpty Dance seems sad that we couldn't see the pumping action. Humpty sounds like purred happily. I'll take your word for it. I don't know who that is. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think, uh, I, I remember there's a time when, uh, Diana, when, when a lady is done nursing and then, uh, it's, it's painful to like uh, go back to normal like the milk dries up and it causes it causes discomfort in the uh, in the in the in the mammary tissue and you you don't even want if you even look at her boobies it's like oh i got stop i'm not doing anything i'm just looking i know it hurts my god I guess Sean said this <laughs> and Kenny highlighted it so that I wouldn't miss it. Thank you. That's teamwork. Humpty's going to hold out his coffee, coffee cup and say, do you mind? <laughs> you asshole. Come on. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh goddamn that that got me. <laughs> All right, it's not that funny, but I, I'm quite punchy right now. Ashley writes, "I logged out and back in, hoping the story was over. Why didn't you like this story? It's a great story. What's wrong with you, you idiot? How could you not like that story? It's fantastic." What, what's there not to like about it? It's, it's no different than any of the other stories we do, you dipshit. Uh, Linda says, ow, my boobs. 
Oh my god. Do you mind? Alright, stop what you're doing, cause I'm about to ruin. Okay. Um, moving on. This woman is uh, also doing things with her body. And uh, she's also getting fired for them. A lady in, uh, I believe, Alabama. She is a firefighter. Kayana Adams. Um, she went ahead and shaved her head. Okay. And um, when she shaved her head, she got a tattoo on her head, on the back of it. And um, her hair grew in and covered it up, but she still got fired, I guess, or something. This is, this is bizarre. Uh, audio check, video check. Here we go. Mobile firefighter thinks the real reason for her termination goes deeper than just the ink on her skin. WKRG News 5 Shimani Baker spoke exclusively with the firefighter and investigates the department policy that led to her termination. Oops. Good morning. Good morning. Kayana Adams, where's her tattoo? Okay, so now there it is. That's actually pretty cool. Um, so the back of the head got shaved, and it looks like the top of her sp the tattoo is of the top of her spine it's anatomically correct and then the brain stem is like flowers and hands i don't know is is she i'm not sure what she's uh going for with the artwork um but i don't i don't hate that that's that's actually not bad you know and then uh it's kind of like party in the back and if she wants, she can just let her hair grow out when she doesn't want anybody to see the tattoo. Is with pride, just as she used to wear her mobile fire rescue uniform with pride. I fired her. Worked at the Maryville station on Dolphin Island Parkway, but this tattoo changed it all. Adams got this new ink on the back of her head in June of 2022. She believed it followed the fire department's policy. With okay, she's got a lot of tattoos. Then prohibited tattoos on the face or neck. Okay, they had a rule, no tattoos on the face or the neck. Um, well, she has it on the back of her head and the back of her neck. So I think technically that is, I guess, a violation, right? Hiring people before, during, and after me with neck tattoos right. on the face I'm, or neck. I hear that. Hiring people before, during, and after me with neck tattoos more prominent than mine was kind of also impactful in, in that as well you know i figured mine could be done in decency and order i could you know also based off the rules i could cover it up but that was not the case somebody put in a complaint in regards to my tattoo um and the next thing i knew i was being investigated for it um you know, and, and interrogated behind it. And then, you know, they made their decision that I was in violation of the policy. At that point, Adam says the city gave her the option to grow out her hair to hide the tattoo, which she did. But then, Adam says weeks later, another complaint was filed regarding her hair being grown out and not being in compliance. I'll tell you what, 
uh, if my house is on fire and I'm outside watching it burn and the fire crew shows up and it's a bunch of dudes and this person, I'm like, I'm hoping and praying she's like the chief or the team leader. I mean, look at her. She looks like she could clap her hands like the fucking Hulk and the fire would go out. I'm like, clap your hands like Hulk and put it away. Uh, extinguish it. I mean, this is these are the people you want on the fire fire department. You got to seek these people out or they're, they're superhuman. It's with the city's policy. We have different textures of hair, so you have no idea how long it takes for my hair to grow. Oh, okay. Um, they, they could still see it after she started growing her hair, and she's saying, my hair grows differently than all you honkies, and she's right. Three months after Adams got her tattoo, the department changed the policy to also prohibit head tattoos above the neckline. What? They changed it. On November 10th, a photo was taken by one of the captains at her station of the back of Adams' head. The tattoo was no longer visible. Okay, and so the, the shirt collar covers up the upper spine that's there, that, that part of the tattoo, and the hair covers the rest of the tattoo. Problem solved, right? Adam says she was fired the same day the oh, photo was taken. No. Blindsided. You know, I never thought that it would come to this. Especially come on. I was in compliance. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily out here trying to be disobedient. I'm not breaking any laws or anything like that. I'm just, it's just a tattoo. What's behind me shouldn't affect the work that's in front of me. In a written statement provided to News 5, Public Safety Director Lawrence Batiste wrote, quote, I can confirm a former firefighter was terminated earlier this year during their working test period for failing to meet MFRD standards. The working test period is six months. Adam says hers was extended by an additional six months after she was told her tattoo was not in compliance with the city's policy. When asked whether other currently serving Mobile firefighters had tattoos that violated the department policy, a city spokesperson confirmed to News 5, yes, at least one firefighter has a neck tattoo. He was not being terminated oh. for policy violation. Instead, he was being allowed to cover the tattoo. Oh, no. This is a... Holy shit. Uh, this is a uh, textbook, uh, How to Make Yourself Vulnerable for a Lawsuit 101. The Mobile Fire Department is going to be sued. Adams believes there's more to her firing than just her head tattoo. How else would I was supposed to feel, you know, especially coming to work every day on time, doing exactly what I was supposed to do, trying to go above and beyond, helping out where I can. Well, what else would I could assume? Adams said she spoke up about things she experienced Aww. and observed during her time as a trainee and new firefighter. She says she filed one grievance about the tattoo complaint against her and two complaints about what she calls sexist comments by a couple of male firefighters. Do you think they called her a Barbie? You know, statements in regards to, you know, I don't want to work with women, you know, overhearing stuff like that. It just, it definitely impacts you. Adam says she... Okay, so she has to hear that. I don't want to work with women. Now, now that's something that you should be fired for. Unlike Don Geronimo, who said, hi, Barbie. She also witnessed and spoke up about what she called a disturbing incident at the training academy. Uh-oh, here we go. Rope week. Oh, no. Oh, God. A decent amount of people on the other half of the classroom were discussing 
trying to tie nooses. Of course. I knew it. I knew it. They were listening to Jason Aldean. Instinctively, I guess I just kind of stood up and said, you know, if you want to learn how to do that, I think that it's best you do that on your 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 free time. But I don't think it's appropriate, you know, here right now in this okay. moment. Adam says two. So she like spoke out about it. FRD captain spoke up to defend her. Without them, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know how bad it could have been. I need to know if they're white or black. You know, I've had people yelling at me in my face, and me as a woman, and these being men, I just. Uh. I don't know what I would have, what would have happened if they weren't there for me. The two fire captains she confided in about her concerns were Captain Jason Craig and Captain Roderick Shoots. It is good that I had people in my corner willing to stand up for me and, you know, have my best interest at heart. And both were disciplined. Captain Jason what? was suspended. Captain Roderick Shoots was fired. Inter <laughs> okay. What the fuck is going on in Mobile, Alabama? So those two were like, hey, hey, knock it off. Don't do that. You shouldn't say that to her. They're like speaking up on her behalf. And they fire the one guy and the other guy gets disciplined? Written statement, Public Safety Director Batiste said Shoots was terminated for, quote, attempting to obstruct a valid order from a superior officer, ignoring orders and using disrespectful and defiant language to a superior officer. And Craig was suspended for 30 days for insubordination, failure to follow orders from a superior officer, and failure to investigate, document, and report a violation of MFRD policy. Oh, dear God. Now, Captain Roderick Schutz and Captain Jason Craig are appealing. Adams has filed an Equal Employment Opportunity Commission complaint against the fire department. Through a spokesperson, Mobile Fire Chief Jeremy Lamey and Mayor Sandy Stimson refused requests for on-camera interviews about the disciplinary actions wow. taken against the three firefighters, saying these are personnel matters subject to litigation. Live in studio. Well, what a what a bunch of bullshit! My God, I don't know. I don't know how you can be like in uh, in a, as an authority figure in Mobile and 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 be comfortable. With how, there's about a million and one spots in that story where they could have pumped the brakes and just kind of like, all right, um, this is ridiculous. We're, this is what we're going to do to kind of like get away from this. You keep your tattoo, uh, cover it up when you can. No big deal. Just uh, please. I, it, it, it always boggles my mind that they, uh, that you, you know, these intense rules like that, and then they end up modifying the rules. Um I don't know. And then at the same time, I understand that the fire department is, you know, that they have these rules. Why? I mean, she's got tattoos over 90% of her body in the first place. Uh, why Why can't you just leave this one area alone? Would, would this have been a problem at all if you had never done this? Would this story be happening if you had just gotten another tattoo on whatever part of your body as opposed to the back of your head? So I do see it. I see it more from I see it from both standpoints, but I see it eighty percent from her standpoint than I do. Uh, she is, uh, or flip it around, the city is eighty percent at fault. I don't think she's enough at fault that should warrant this. This is fucking bullshit. My God. Uh, Bob says has a joke that I don't get. Guarantee there's at least one person at that fire. A company that has the Ed Norton American History X tattoo. I'm sure that makes sense to some of you. I never saw that that uh, movie. 
Linda says Alabama is dumb overall. Yep, especially the football team. <laughs> Sean says it's a swastika on his chest. Tyler says uh, tattoos that violate po- policy. Try that in a small town. My God. Uh, Kyle says, not me. If I need to be rescued, that person better have, that person better have tattoos that are acceptable. Uh, Kenny throws in the racism card. Yeah, I think so. I think it might be. I mean, you got to, this is Mobile, Alabama, you know. Uh, Randis says, this is trash, infuriating, doesn't change how she performs her job. Exactly. Hold on a second. Hey! Stop it! No. No. Darla bites uh, Bruce on the face. Hey, no! Come here. Darla? He'll be chewing on a toy, minding his own business. There are five more, six more chew toys there. But if he has it, she wants it. If uh, if she's fighting him over the one that he has in his mouth, which is the wishbone, Darla. And then um, he drops it and goes to another one. Then she goes to the one that he has. It's ridiculous. think she got the message though she's getting to the point now where she knows that if i come stomping over that you know i'm pissed off and then she kind of skulks away she gets skulky and uh yeah you gotta have that that's that uh whole respect thing you know kenny says quote tell that bitch to chill out bitch be cool <laughs> Uh, Kyle says maybe this fire station had already met their diversity affirmative action quota. Therefore, no additional minorities were needed. Uh, Linda posted a stop sign, uh, probably because I was talking about the stupid football team. Kenny was referencing Pulp Fiction. All right. That is a ridiculous story. My God. Uh, I'm always looking for new sponsors. If you want to get in, reach out Eric at ericsaintshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping inbox. Shoreliners Striping in West Michigan. Uh, they'll stripe that parking lot or athletic field. Just reach out. Go to shorelinerstriping.com for more information and send me an email if you are thinking about uh, getting your uh, message heard on the show. I'd love to uh, tell you how it works. Just like my friends at uh, Blue Frost IT. My God. So awesome. Uh, Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for the podcast. And they are in business for small and medium-sized businesses that do not have an IT department, but they have tech. Um, If you are looking for a tech upgrade, cannot stress this enough. It uh, might be the person that you work for, where you work. It might not. You might not be the decision maker, but if uh, you know that the whole... Darla! 
if the boss is uh, bitching about the... T- Stop it. No. Uh, reach out to uh, Blue Frost IT when you want to uh, sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation. Darla? All right. Until the last 15 minutes of this show are going to be a real pain in the ass. Where was I? 616-285-50. Sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation. They'll tell you how it works. And, um, you know, because you're going to basically tell you the needs of your business. They'll tell you uh, what you need to upgrade, everything you need. You make your purchase. They set it up for you. And then they become the managed IT service provider for your business. Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. If your tech is fine, but there's something wrong, reach out to Blue Frost IT. They will help you every step of the way to uh, make sure that your business is up and running. Um, Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling came by yesterday. And yeah, he repaired the AC. And uh, that went absolutely flawless. He said, I'll be there after one. Then he amended that and said, I'll be there uh, much sooner, closer to noon. Uh, By the time I got home from my meeting, the AC was back on. And that's how it works. Uh, If you ever have an issue with your AC, reach out to Joe. He'll take care of you like he takes care of me. 616-516-8579 for A and E heating and cooling. Um, My wife was here and... Uh, when the Macho King uh, wandered into the house, um, I'm sure he could sense that um, she was quite horny. And uh, I mean, who wouldn't be if Joe Martinez is in your house? And um, I got home, and she was just all over me. I I couldn't. I it was, and I said, "What are you doing? What's gotten into you?" And she said, "Joe Martinez was here, so um, you must service me now." And I said. Uh, okay, great. So that happened. And it was all because of Joe Martinez. So um, not only can he repair your AC, but he is a uh, marital aide. Joe Martinez is so handsome and macho that, um, frankly, if you think your wife is um, has no chance of cheating on you, think again you might want to be there to supervise because she might try to molest Joe because he is so handsome. 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. Kyle says, did he tell the queen of the forest to... Lame me palo con tu culo. Which means, uh, suck my dick with your butt. Lame me palo con tu culo. So ridiculous. Oh, shit. Um, let's see what's going on here. Jimmy says morning, everyone. Brandis has a bunch of laughing emojis. I don't know what I did. Must have been screaming at Darla. 
Kenny adds, get a bulldog, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Jimmy says, instantly I'm laughing. I love this show. Jimmy, you missed it. Gotta go. Anal pudding. I will. Did the house smell like vag slime when you got home? Asked Kent. Tyler says, imagine if Dale was there power washing at the same time. Oh, yeah. She would regrow fallopian tubes, ovaries, and a uterus. Yeah, she would, uh, her body would 3D print inside of her a new ute, fallopes, and oves. And then the gestation time would be minutes. Like, I'd get her pregnant, and then three minutes later, we'd have a baby. All because of those studs. Uh, all right. Thank you, folks. You've been great in the chat today. You are every day. Uh, well, most every day. Sometimes there are people who take advantage of it and ruin it. And, and uh, when I say people... I mean, Kenny and Amanda. More so Amanda lately. Kenny, not so much. Pretty much Amanda. Amanda's the only one who ruins the chat. It's just Amanda. She's not, hasn't done it today. She's tried to recently, but hasn't done it today. You think that you're going to be going straight to hell if uh, you're walking down the streets of Detroit? And uh, you see a local guy who's been there forever, who panhandles for money, probably lives in the homeless shelter. He doesn't have uh, any legs, you know? And you just shoot the guy. That happened. Audio check, video check. What the hell? This is ridiculous. More details on the story since we first brought it to you as breaking news at six o'clock. It happened on eight mile near the Southfield Freeway. Let's get out live to Victor Williams. Victor, what have you learned about the victim? Well, Will, breaking news! A very well-known man who was honestly just minding his own business when the unthinkable happened. If, if you live over here or you've been in the city of Detroit and roll past Southfield in eight mile, You've seen this man plenty of times. Asia Davis and Char Jackson are two people asking the question, who would want to shoot a panhandling double amputee with no legs? I think the bigger, bigger question is who wouldn't? We see uh, the, the older man every day. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I give him some water. For, you know, that senseless... I'm totally kidding, by the way. ...act of violence that happened towards him. Terrible. It was senseless. It was definitely senseless. You know, we, we, we hate that that had to happen to him, you know, especially so close to home. The wheelchair-bound victim would constantly ask drivers for money near 8 Mile and Circle Drive. But for some reason today, a man wearing a ski mask walked up and instead of offering spare change, offered a bullet. They found a shell casing. It's really messed up that the city of Detroit is just always going through something. Afterwards, the suspect is believed to have walked across the street towards a mobile gas station. Thankfully, the victim was only grazed in the back of the head by one of those shots. What? Unfortunately, all the commotion took place only feet away from a birthday party for Char's son. Police then spent hours going door to door. Not many people opened their doors, of course, you know what I'm saying, because no one knows what's going on. Even though we were outside, we did not see anything that happened, but 
seeing the ambulance come down the street, you know, and then the police were taking pictures of the houses. So we did get a little nervous. Living so close to 8 Mile, it makes Char a little more careful about where she'll let her kids play. All we can do is, you know what I'm saying, stay safe. We got too many children out here. Now I know to keep them in the back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And thankfully, this man is expected to be okay. Police, however, are still looking for the man. I, I'm curious how he shot him point blank and managed to miss. Who pulled the trigger? We know that they're trying their best to look through any surveillance video in the area. Hopefully, at that... The, the, uh, the suspect is described as um, a big man, white, uh, looks like baby Huey, uh, possibly a resident of Cedar Springs, Michigan. Possibly a former cop, possibly married to a, a big mouth bitch wife who smokes uh, way too much and drinks until she passes out. Gas station where this man is believed to have walked to, but as of right now, it stands that they have no idea who this person is. So no, no, that's not true. I just told you who it is. If you by any chance know police, they would like to hear from you. Live downtown Victor Williams, local four. Thank you, Victor. Victor was really uh, emotionally wrapped up into that story, it seemed. When I saw... Ah! Thank you. Thank you for serving. It is so fucked up, man. Um, when... <laughs> Jimmy says a homeless guy's name is Lucky. He should also be charged with being a uh, bad shot. Donut Dan says the suspect was most likely pissed because it was the shift to beg for money at that intersection after the guy in the wheelchair did not leave. He took charge and shot him. Uh, yeah, that can happen. Those panhandlers get pissed off when you uh, when you invade on their space. Kenny says he's paralyzed, but he has super quick reflexes. I thought he was paralyzed. No, he's th that's right. He was an amputee. He was like Lieutenant Dan, not paralyzed. <clears throat> I know we can, uh, Corey says, I know we can all agree crimes against the homeless are victimless crimes. Jeez. My God, you guys are on fire. You're so much more funny than I am. You should do your own podcast. I love it. Just make crack. Well, you do, essentially. Lieutenant Dan did get new legs. Titanium. And then he taps it with his cane and you got new legs. You got new legs. Lieutenant Dan got new legs. All right. Stupid. Uh, I am just about out of time. Um, we have the Patreon bonus podcast a little bit later on. Looking forward to that. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Seven days free. Seven days free. I can't stress enough. Seven days free. Uh, sign up, and that way this week you will enjoy Who Are These Free Beers, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, Who Are These Zanes, all recording on another Big Fraud Wednesday. And uh, that's all for you. Seven days free. You do have to put a payment form in there. Uh, after the seven days, it'll charge you, unless if you cancel it. Oh, my God, it's that simple. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It is the uh, new month, so remember to renew, please. I don't want you to miss any of these shenanigans. Aha. 
Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. When it comes to mortgages, uh, there is uh, only one person to call throughout the U.S. That is uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage all around the United States, whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th. You need to call today if you want to get pre-approved for that home. You've always wanted a home. You've been paying money to the man, for God's sake. Let's get out of that. Quit paying it to some slumlord and get into your own home. Ah, I can't, man. I've never bought a home before. I don't have any credit. Well, maybe. Uh, let Mario work his magic. More often than not, he's able to make people happy. And if, if you're right, you can't get the loan. He can tell you about what you need to do to uh, get the loan uh, in due time. But the first step is reaching out to Mario, 231-332-6505. Quit looking into your home buying crystal ball and telling you and me that you can't. You just know. You don't know until you let Mario try. 231-332-6505. Call today. Your asshole of the day. Uh, people have said, make it Jessica Garrett. I'm like, no, I don't know what she's so angry about. I didn't do anything to her. I don't know what her problem is. A lot of these former Zaniacs, they get like butt hurt because one of the other ones got attacked by me because they did something stupid and deserve it. Um, and then they like rally around each other. And part of the problem is since they are still involved in the group sex thing at the, I hate Eric Zane uh, party, there was a big pile of fat in humanity that got together and had a uh, hardcore sex group sex party. So I think that that's, I think they're going to bat for each other while they're putting the bat to each other. If you know what I mean? Oh, quit it. You already destroyed my couch. Uh, that couch with anal juice on it. That would be perfect for up north next to the uh, murder mattress. The asshole of the day is brought to you by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. And it is the uh, Mobile, Alabama Fire Department. For uh, firing that chick because of the stupid tattoo. What the hell? What is the big deal? I don't understand that. So dumb. Uh see i think i got a follow-up on the double amputee who got shot this looks interesting i might we we might be able to hear from the man himself whether he young or old bro okay why are you messing with a handicapped person a survivor's tale. A double amputee describes the moment someone fired shots at him along a busy Detroit freeway. It's a story we brought you as breaking news last night at 6. Thanks for joining us. I'm Karen Drew in for Kimberly Gill. And I'm Demond Fernandez in for Devin Skillian. Police say Clayton was grazed in the head by a bullet. Now it happened around 5 Sunday night on West 8 Mile near Southfield Freeway. Victor Williams joins us live. And Victor, the search continues tonight for that alleged shooter. 
Yeah, that's right, Demond and Karen. We know that they are trying their best to get this man off of the streets. The victim in all of this still is very confused. He's wondering why this guy did not take any of his money, but instead just walked up and started firing shots. Now, police are looking into this, and they're saying that this may be a part of a bigger picture with him being targeted. Hmm. I shot with a machine gun, bro. It's not something many people can say they survived, but less than 24 hours after being shot multiple times, 64-year-old double amputee Clayton Willis. How is this guy back out on the street less than 24 hours after being shot multiple times? Is back on the street. Is he Wolverine? And asking for help. Just trying to keep my house so I keep my bills paid up. I've been away alcohol and cracked 23 years. And I'm trying to live to see our under, sir. Sadly, Sunday, a man armed with an automatic-type pistol tried to end it all. I didn't get a chance to see the man because he had a mask on his face. But when I turned around, man, I'm like, ah, fell out the wheelchair right there and then shot me in the head right here twice. Clayton was also grazed by a bullet in the back of the head. Unfortunately, he couldn't get away after his legs were amputated due to... Maybe he's crazy like a fox. Maybe he had somebody do it so that we could play the sympathy card because he's probably raking in the serious cash now. Frostbite back in 2000. I'm puzzled, man. I'm lost. Why? What makes this man come up here? It's not a bad idea by your old pal EZ. What a machine gun that shoot me in the back of the head. Commander Vernell Newson with DPD believes he has an answer. We've been dealing with a uh, rash of uh, of uh, panhandler victims, if you will, where they've been uh, threatened. And we learned this just recently from our investigation. Either way, it's something the community hasn't been okay with. That ain't cool, man. We don't be bothering nobody, man. They, they don't deserve that sh The type of person that would do that, you know, is just uh, a must. Former Zaniac. For this type of individual. I'm crying inside that I'm praying to Jesus that the police catch him. And you just can't help. I love this reporter. Every time they come back to him, he's always shaking his head like a son of a bitch. But feel for this man. We know that police are still looking for the shooter. It's believed that he may have walked towards a mobile gas station and then got inside of a car and then took off. So if anyone lives in that area, police, they need your help in order to bring this man to justice. Yeah, I, I don't know how in this day and age you can get away with something like that. Live downtown tonight. It's because nobody talks to the police in Detroit. No, they, yeah, I saw something. Hell, I know who he is. It's my brother. He was bragging about it. No one's going to say shit. Oh, my God. It's terrible. So bad. Um, Jimmy says, I, can, I bet you can buy a house real cheap in the town. Yeah, I, I, I suspect you're right. All right. Have a good one, folks. I appreciate you, and I will talk to you later on. Darla!